If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune in to some Frank and Beans. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Frank and Beans podcast. Where I'm Beth. And I'm Brian. And uh, Brian, did you know that the state bird of the great state of North Carolina is actually the ghost? <laughs> the ghost? <laughs> <laughs> the ghost. <laughs> the ghost. Why? Uh, how could the state bird be a ghost? Well, Brian, I was not aware that apparently ghosting is just a way of life here in North Carolina. <laughs> And I felt like we needed to talk about this on the show because I have. I'm surprised here. we haven't so far. Like we're into episode, we've got to be into the 50s, right? Yeah. Well, we've touched on it, I think, in the online dating episodes, but sure, this is such a vast topic that it deserved its own episode Absolutely. because we have all been through this, and sometimes mm-hmm. we've done it. And literally, I have lived here five months. I have been hard ghosted four times twice in the last week (laughs) and like i mean just to so ghosting i mean what is your definition of ghosting is it is it while you're talking to somebody they just disappear or there's plans for a date or you have been on a date what's your ghosting definition like my ghosting definition is like where you have gotten into heavily invested conversation at a minimum Okay. You know, I mean, yeah, you can have gone on one date, gone on several dates, like slept with each other, but like not just someone that you've had like casual conversation with on an app, but like once you kind of start to build that deeper connection and maybe even like made plans, like let okay. me tell you the story about my last week. Okay. So <laughs> I had been talking to this guy and um, he lives like probably almost two hours away, but Uh, We really just had a great connection because he was from Chicago and like, you know, so we were both big Cub fans and like just had a lot in common as far as that goes. And, you know, like it got to the point where he's like, um, you know, I made plans to come here. He was going to take the whole weekend off and like be here Thursday through Sunday to the point where even like screenshots of hotel reservations. Oh, my God. Level of these are plans. Right. Yeah. Literally the next day, just never heard from him again for like three days. Wow. And then I told you about this, Brian, where all yeah, of a sudden, yeah. like three days later, like obviously he had to be like shit hammered or something, but like just starts texting really graphically dirty stuff to me. Yeah. And I was just all smart alecky back to him because I didn't give a fuck at that point. I'd already written him off, but it was just so bizarre. Like. Who and do you, guys, you think you are? Right. And you said that you guys had never, like, talked sexy talk. No. Anything like that. And, no. and then just all of a sudden, after three days of ghosting you, then he, I mean, he came hard with it, too. That was oh, yeah. pretty, yeah, that was, that was gross. Yeah, the, it was uh, really vulgar, yeah. <laughs> to the, the point uh, where state- I almost thought it was someone else, but you know what? I don't know. No one has your phone for that long. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that was real gross. The uh, the state bird of North Carolina is the cardinal, by the way. Is Just, it? you know, for the nerds <laughs> out there. But like a dead cardinal, right? That came back to life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. It's the ghost of a cardinal. Um, but yeah, so like that happened to me. You know, I told. I think I told the 4th of July story last week, didn't I? Or last episode, maybe. Maybe not. 
where I, the, it was a second date with someone, you know, that guy had never yes, met him yeah. before, so that's fine. But then, yeah. you know, the, there was the 4th of July thing where I had already gone on a really great date with this person, had plans, made it all the way to their place, and then they just, like, they were like, oh, sorry, I'm not home yet, and then never fucking called me again. Right. It was just like, what? The So it wasn't even like, oh, he met, we met, and he didn't like what he saw. Like, after that right. first date, like, he was still fully invested, if not more than before. You know, yeah, like, that makes sense. Doing the love bombing stuff and all that. And, uh, you know, the first person was like, eh, that's kind of like a little more circumstantial where, you know, we have actually been dating. But um, he was kind of having some personal, like, PTSD type of issues and, um, you know, was like, I mean, he did say, like, you know, I just don't really think I can date right now. But I was like, okay, okay, well, we can still be friends. And then, nope, just never called me. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Okay. That was kind of yeah. sucky. Um, but it could possibly be excused because I don't know what it's like to go through that stuff. So, And then the last person was just like somebody that was like more of a long distance situation. And, um, you know, we had been talking a lot, a lot and like almost every day, like all day. And uh, then all of a sudden, like there was like a few days went by where we stopped talking and then, you know, I was like, okay, so I would text, no response, text twice, no response. But, like, the third text was no response. I was like, well, fuck it. I guess you don't yeah. want to talk to me anymore. So, but it's just See, so I've got weird. A, yeah, I've got a two and fuck you rule. If I message you twice and I don't hear back, fuck you. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so at shitty. that point. Why would yeah. you waste that time in the first place? You know, you know? um. I mean, we did find an article on it, and we do have our own little yeah. personal experiences and stories. Right. Um, I was going to say, Brian, I have to say, you have to speak up as someone who is guilty of ghosting, and I know that. Well, I think, I think we're all guilty <laughs> of ghosting. We and, are. We are. You know, I don't... I, I, I mean, unless you can remember, um, I don't think I have, like, a real story of somebody that I just, like, nope. Um, I think normally when ghosting does happen, it does seem kind of mutual to where you're both on a dating site, you're both talking to other people, and then you just kind of grow apart and the messages get uh, less and less until you just both disappear, you know? Um, I mean, that would be your personal experience, but obviously mine yeah. recently has been much, much different. Yeah, so I think... I'm like ready to give up again. I mean, honestly, it's like, what right. is, I'm just wasting all this time and energy. Yeah, I think when I when I you know I have been out with somebody and I don't want to see them again, I don't have any problems telling them that. Right, and uh, I don't know. It's funny because t- you know it's a, our good friend Taylor Hearn. Shout out to her. Um, she has a really funny ghosting story where, you know, she had been uh, hanging out with this guy, and uh, you know, to the point where like they were messaging like on a regular daily basis, and um, the last thing that he sent her was a picture of his cat. And then never talk to her again. <laughs> and it was just so bizarre because it's like, why would you go as far as to like message me a picture of your cat? And then that was the point where you decided I'm done. And right. so the good news is that she turned that <laughs> into a good situation for her because she wrote a really great bit about it. And um, where essentially she's like, you know, we'll call him Ryan because that's his name. <laughs> and we'll say that he works at Outback Steakhouse because that's where he works. <laughs> and Taylor is a popular enough com- like comedian locally that apparently enough people in town had heard this that 
he texted her and he was like, you know, you really have to stop telling that joke or can you at least take my name out of it? Because like it's gotten back to corporate. And she was like, oh, <laughs> no, now I'm definitely not taking it out. Like, first of all, it's part of the joke. Like the whole initial joke is we'll call him Ryan because that's his name. It's like, that's already a punchline. Can't take it out, sir. I'm sorry. Right. Also, you deserve this. So. <laughs> I miss Taylor. Yeah, I know, right? She's so wonderful. Fiona yeah. By the way, so, uh, um, yeah, I'm ca- I'm recording from the uh, Frank and Bean sto- Studios <gasps> in Kansas City this week. Oh my God! It's the new studio in Kansas City. It's That's a, right. It's a new studio. It's uh, I'm loving it here, and yeah. yeah I mean, I've been I guess I technically ghosted a couple. Yeah, I love a city. You know, I was kind of getting bored down there in Arkansas. Um, um, yeah, you know how I, I went d- somewhere worse in terms of people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I came to a city, and there's uh, man, everything where I live, everything is twelve minutes or less from me. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I don't mean to brag. I know you're like forty five so minutes away from the next Walmart, but right. Well, I'm rich, so you know, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a lot of give and take, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I make right. that sacrifice for the amount of money that they're paying me. So that's fair. Um, but anyway, so we did we did uh, consult an article, and we're not going to you know read it line by line, but um, it was from BuzzFeed, and it was uh, what was the name of the article, Brian? It is um, how to calculate the emotional cost of ghosting someone. Right. Okay. So, and this is uh, through BuzzFeed, but I think that this uh, this article was so perfect on this subject because. It was like literally everything that I've ever thought of and some things that I didn't that actually helped me work through some of my own issues about what's been happening lately. So um, the first point that they kind of talk about is uh, how in this day and age of technology with social media and like unprecedented availability, like yeah. we're always on call, we're always available and um, that like a, you know, these things all happen a lot faster. We don't get as emotionally invested in people mm-hmm. uh, like you used to. But um, they actually talked about how it's almost like the apps are created in a way that's almost like gambling. Like think about a slot machine and how oh. you're just sitting there going like push, 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 push. It's like swipe, swipe, swipe. And then once you get, you know, like the the high is when you get, uh, oh, it's a match or oh, super yeah. like. So you, it's built in to have these highs, like gambling, that to release dopamine oh. purposefully. See, and you know, people degenerates like you and me would understand this. You know, once we're, <laughs> I know. <laughs> once Honestly, we're- the article didn't even say that. It just I related it to gambling because I was like, oh shit, this is like a slot machine. <laughs> yeah, or for, and- or for me and Brian, the quarter machines that where the quarters are hanging over the edge. <laughs> oh yeah, fuck. Or you know, yeah, when that jackpot. Um, light goes off or you know you get delta blackjack or anything mm-hmm. like that yeah your, your your brain is releasing endorphins and what the article says is many social platforms including dating apps were developed for us to get high off of abundance mm-hmm. by injecting us with a continuous stream of tiny dopamine doses matches super likes like you said yeah like that Jackpots, you get blackjacks right you get giddy with possibility you know what i mean mm-hmm. like yeah it's like when you're sitting there at a slot machine, you're hoping for a jackpot, you know, like same thing. You know, you're hoping yeah. for a mutual like. Now, Brian um, just swipes right on everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's zero strategy to mine. Yeah. 
But let's say you are a little more choosy, um, but it still is, it's set up to be that way. And obviously, you know, they're doing their job as a website, so it's not like you can blame them. But sure. um, but because of this, ghosting has almost become the norm in our society. And, you know, I know that this is true of me, that, like, I go into every situation hoping for the best, expecting the worst. You yeah, I mean? I, and that's kind of a good way to look at it. And like you said, um, with the super likes and the likes and the jackpots and the blackjacks, yeah, those those uh, dopamines, those endorphins, it's kind of hard to just be like, eh, let's see what happens. Like, I've done it too to where, oh, I matched with somebody and I get excited about it. Oh, I oh, never yeah. thought I would match with this person. I was kind of taking a chance. This person's way out of my league, but now here we are. Now I'm super excited. Oh, yeah, because, like, well, and honestly, you know, it's it's almost even worse than, like, a, a money thing because when, like, we all love that feeling of being, like, in like or in love with someone, you know? Mm-hmm. And so the possibility for that high, you know, it's probably, like, smoking weed versus, you know, heroin or something where it's, like, it's a more addictive high than sure. anything, you know? So, and then, but the, the counter unfortunate part of that is that it's also the crash is a lot worse, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, so there are a lot of reasons that um, people ghost one another. Um, there was a little survey uh, on the article here where um, they ordered them, essentially, like, according to this survey that they put out. And the number one thing was they just weren't into someone, which totally yeah. makes sense. But sometimes we have to just accept, like, he's just not that into you. Sure. Yeah, and that's that's about... Maybe 80% of the times that uh, someone g- gets ghosted is because they just weren't into you or the reason why you ghosted, you weren't into them. Right. About 80% of the times, that's what it is. Yeah. I know a lot of times I'm just like, oh, I'm so bored with this conversation. I'm out. <laughs> sure. Yeah, but, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, the second one was that they did something that you disliked. Mm. So that can kind of, yeah, that's interesting. Obviously, that could be a lot of different things, but um. The third one was that um, I just wasn't ready. See, and that's, I mean, I can understand that. And that falls a little bit under 50%. But if you're not ready, why are you doing this? You know? But I think that person is more likely to just tell you that. Yeah. And and, yeah. And I, I I mean, I had that happen recently this, uh, this past week, actually. And it was kind of like, you know, it was a little deflating, but what am I going to do about it? Argue with this person that they should be ready? Right. And you know what? That happens sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. And it was one of those things where she had just tried a dating app just to kind of try it. And then it was overwhelming. And she decided, nope, I'm not ready to date. Yeah. And that's okay. You know? That's fair. Yeah. And I can't get mad about that. Yeah. But, well, you can get mad when they ghost you for that reason. But when they tell you that, then it's one thing. Yeah. Oh, good point. Good point. Um, The next one is, I was afraid of them. And for me, this is so true because I know that I am a lot. (laughs) Okay. Like, (laughs) I am an intense person to be around. And um, I, I have had many people tell me, and I just know for a fact that I'm very intimidating as a person Mm -hmm. because I am like, I'm just so extroverted. I am like maniacally driven to succeed. I, you know, I mean, so I know, like, it, it, you're it rich. Ins- <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's just like, you know, I know more about sports than most guys. I make more than most people I've ever dated, you know. And so a lot of guys get intimidated by that. And they mm-hmm. are like, okay, either 
on one hand, they might be like, oh, I'm never going to measure up to what she needs. So they like sabotage it. Which is so false. I mean, that's, it's not like you need somebody, it's not like you're requiring them to know more about sports and to make more money than you do. In fact, if anything, it's the opposite because I don't need a guy to make money because I make my own. You know what I mean? So I don't care if you have a 400 credit score and work at McDonald's. If you look like Channing Tatum, let's do this. (laughs) (laughs) You get what I'm saying. You know, it's like, they think it's the opposite. Like they would expect... They probably think I expect someone to be on that level, but it's totally the opposite. Like, I don't need you for your money. I need you for yourself as a person. Um, You almost said the real reason. Why don't you go ahead and do it? Right. So. (laughs) No, I'm talking to you. Like, you almost said, yeah. Like, you almost said the real reason of what you want in a man, and then you. You made it sound nice. Oh, what, some good dick or what? There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I just need that D, honey. Okay. Right? <laughs> I mean, let's be honest with ourselves. Like the companionship four- is nice, but, you know, I have a, I have a male best friend and co-host for that. <laughs> right? If I'm feeling lonely and just need a friend, I'll call you, Brian. <laughs> right. So if you've got a 400 credit score, you better have a big dick. Right, yeah. You better <laughs> you better be able to back that dick up. <laughs> you better have a dick score that's on the charts. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, the, the other side of that, um, I'm afraid of them, um, you know, is, is not being intimidated. Well, maybe intimidated by them, but actually, you know, physically fearing for your safety. If I tell this person the reason why I don't want to date them, are they going to stalk me? Are they going to mm-hmm. look me up on Facebook? Are they going to start adding my friends? Are they going to show up at my work? Like physically afraid for your safety. Oh, yeah, be another for sure. Reason. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, we live in that day and age, and I've had situations like that. But um, and then also, mm-hmm. too, you know, like I think for kind of not to go back to what I was talking about, but like sometimes it's like a power thing, you know, like if they're like, Oh man, like she's so great. I'm going to like take this control back by like mentally messing with her. Like it's a game. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I do not play games unless I pick the game because I win at everything. Again, maniacally driven to succeed, competitive as fuck. <laughs> yeah. And that actually, um, I was afraid of them as a reason for ghosting, sits at about 30%. That's kind of higher than I thought that it would be. Wait, what? That what? The 30%? Um, the, reason, the reason for ghosting was I was afraid of them, sits at about 30%. Yeah. That's I wonder pretty high. How ma- I wonder how many of that is men versus women. You have to wonder. You know, I, I, I would... I think in the second scenario where somebody fears for their safety or being stalked, it's probably most women. Yeah. That, that will ghost a man because they feel like he's going to stalk her. Hmm. I, yeah. I mean, I, the, the article doesn't say anything about that, but... Um, it's just an interesting thing to think about in terms of that. Sure. That I would think be it's my probably, theory. the more time goes on, the more it probably does lean towards men, too, because... We're living mm-hmm. in a day and age where men are just becoming bigger pussies by the minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, I mean, our theory is as soon as Married with Children stops syndicating live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Downfall with- started. <laughs> the Married with Children <laughs> theory. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. man. But There's some weight say, behind that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what episode we talked about it in, but basically, <laughs> long story short, men became pussies the day married with children stopped being syndicated. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but anyway, so they were saying that how um, this, like, this ghosting phenomenon has carried over even into, um, like, the workplace like people right. um you know ghost jobs now which to me is insane well i like, mean we're both managers and i think we've seen it both ha- we've seen it happen to where somebody just doesn't call doesn't show up to work yeah um and just disappears you can't get a hold of them they're not getting a hold of you and yeah they just i mean they disappear yeah which is crazy i mean i, I don't know how people do that in the workplace but whatever Mm-hmm. Um, well, anyway, they're saying that the ease of social media makes ghosting the way to go, like, um, and, you know, I sort of touched on this before, but it's so true, like, back when you had to work for it a lot harder, yeah. you were a lot less likely to let somebody go, because A, it wasn't as easy to find another option, but B, yeah. you had already invested so much time and effort into it, you had to really be interested in this person, Whereas I think now when you have so many options, like you'll swipe right on someone that you're like iffy on sure, just as like a potential, whereas mm-hmm. you wouldn't just really, you know, like back when you would have to pick someone up at a bar or something, like you were a little more choosy, I think. Sure. Yeah. So. No, that makes sense. And, and, I, and I think like you said, um, it's just the availability of it. Um, there's, there's, we, we talked about it too. I think it was, um in the rejection episode that, you know, if I swipe right on somebody, I am risking nothing. But if I go up to a bar or if I go up to a woman in a bar and I offer to go buy her a drink, I'm risking, I mean, honestly, it's boils down to nothing, but it feels like, you know, I could be embarrassed. I could be rejected. I could be shut down. I could, you know, that's not fun for me. So swiping right takes zero effort. There's zero risk. So, yeah, people just sit there and swipe yeah, and there, right. And there's thousands of other choices. So if someone doesn't swipe right back on you, it's no right. skin off your back. You know, or yeah. if something doesn't work out with someone, you know that there's a thousand other women waiting for you. So you're less likely to put up with BS. And I know I'm super guilty of that. Like, I don't know if it's just my age or what, but, like, the more time goes on, the more my tolerance for bullshit is just an absolute zero. Mm-hmm. And I guess probably some of that is the availability of people on the internet, but yeah. But you know, at the same time too, I think the older we get, the older we get, the more experiences we have, the more we learn from those experiences, the less we're willing to deal with that again. For sure, yeah, I agree with that. So I mean, I think it's probably twofold to where, yeah, it's the availability, and then it's also, yeah, we, you know, we've kind of been through the ringer. We've seen how this situation ended up last time. We're intelligent people. We avoid that situation the next time. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the next thing that they talk about is, do we owe them something when you go someone? Yes. Any type, any type of uh, closure. And, and, and at what point? Yeah. I definitely. We kinda, yeah. I totally believe the answer is yes. Yeah. Yeah. And this is what we were talking about before is, uh, when do I owe somebody? You know, is it just... We were messaging and we were talking to other people and we just kind of faded away. Do I owe you an explanation then? Or at what point do I owe you the biggest explanation? Right. Yeah. I mean, I. 
Oh, shit. Oh, there we are. Okay, sorry. <laughs> My, um, I think, like, sort of for me, once you get to the point where you, like, exchanged real phone numbers, uh-huh. now you're like, I just let you into my life. Mm-hmm. So if th- at that point I would like we're ready to make plans, and yeah. or we've already made plans, or we've already slept together, or we've already gone on a date or more. So if you're still just on the app, I don't think it's a big deal to just stop talking to someone because right. we all yeah. know that we're on there talking to a lot of people. But like, okay, so for instance, I remember the best example of this is. Um, I went on this date with this guy in Fayetteville back when I was there. And, um, you know, we had been talking for a while. And uh, we ended up going out for Mexican food on our first date. And one of the things I was really impressed by is when we met there, like we met at the restaurant, he gave me a gift, which was um, a notebook. It was, a, And he's like, oh, I got you this notebook because I thought it was funny. And I know you write your jokes down because you're a comedian. So it's really thoughtful and nice. And uh, I was like, wow, that's really cool. You know, what a nice gesture. Um, What does it say on the notebook? Oh, it said, people I want to punch in the face. (laughs) (laughs) So it was definitely very clever and very thoughtful. Um, Right. Which, you know, was one thing that led me to like, oh, wow, this guy's, you know, even more game than I thought. So we sat there dinner, had a nice dinner, and then left. And then, like, probably an hour and a half later after I got home, he just shot me a text and said, hey, you know, I want to thank you for going out with me tonight, but I'll be honest, I just didn't really feel a connection. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, yeah, it's a bummer, but at that point, like, closure. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't have to sit there and wonder, wait for him to potentially call me, wonder mm-hmm. why he's not calling me. God knows with me, <laughs> I've said this before, too. <laughs> It's like, if you don't text me for two hours, I'm like, well, Brian's dead. <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> yeah. But also, if you don't text me for two hours, you're probably dead. So <laughs> right. That's probably true. <laughs> but, yeah. And then, you know, but yeah, you don't have to sit there and worry about that. And you don't have to just go, oh, well, I did something wrong. I'll never find out what I did wrong. Exactly. Or what I could do to, to make up for it. Um, yeah. But I, I guess I'm just a piece of shit and I'll never hear from this person ever again. Right. No, it's nice to have that closure. Yeah. And, and you I know think- what? That was the nicest thing that guy could have done for me was to just like, hey, you know, thank you for going out with me. So he's like, I appreciate your time, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't really feel a connection. That was all and that I fair. needed to know. There was nothing shitty about that. Like, hey, cool. You know, that happens. Yeah. Sometimes people don't click. And right. it's a bummer for a minute. But you know what? I got over it by the next day. Like And did did you argue with him? Not at all. I just said, hey, no nope. problem, ma'am. I really appreciate the notebook and, you know, like, all the best of luck to you out in the dating world, you know? And it was Boom, the greatest, inter- yeah, it was the greatest interaction, like, and yeah, See, we both just got to move on with our lives without any hard feelings. Right. And that's one of the things that they didn't put in the article was, sometimes I feel like if I'm telling somebody, hey, you know... I had fun, but I just didn't feel a connection. I might be hurting that person's feelings. I might avoid hurting that person's feelings and then just ghosting because yes. I'm trying to avoid that. But, but also, it didn't hurt your feelings. You like to keep them on the back burner. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. No, like, I don't want to shut this down just yet. <laughs> right. Which is yeah, another yeah. thing to think about, though, because sometimes they may be leading you on to keep you on the back burner. And that's something you have to take into consideration. They may not want to tell you, hey, I just wasn't really feeling it because they don't want it to be off the table yet. 
Right. You know. I can, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, if it doesn't work out with Becky with the good hair, maybe I'll come <laughs> back and see where this goes. Right. Stop giving away my secrets, Beth. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I very, like, yes, I will do that. Um, but very rarely. I think if I do go someone, I think I'm trying to save their feelings. But I think you just taught me that that didn't hurt your feelings at all. Not at all. Not even a little one, bit. In yeah. fact, if anything, it made me feel better because he respected me enough to, like, just say that. It actually right. made me feel good that he respected me enough to say that. You know what I okay. mean? And if he would have come back two weeks later and said, hey, um, I don't have anything going on tonight. If you don't either, let's go get some Mexican food. What I'd would your like, response be? I'd be like, you better send me a dick pic so I can make sure this is my time. <laughs> <laughs> just, just kidding. <laughs> sort of. Um, but <laughs> No, I mean, honestly, yeah, obviously I would have, you know, maybe given him another shot because he was a really great guy and that was sure you know or what um, if he said you know hey i just you know i i had some plans got canceled and you know if we can just go out and get some mexican food as as friends and just hang out and laugh what do you say oh yeah i would definitely say yes okay particularly so, see, because he respected my feelings in that way Right. So the people that are out there that including myself um are trying to save somebody else's feelings don't you're trying yeah, to save no. your own feelings maybe at that point well and here's the next point that they kind of you know go through is that you know stopping response is the easiest laziest most cowardly thing you can do and right. obviously, you honestly have to do nothing right and that yeah sure that's what works best for you but like if any part of you is a good human you have to think about that other person they invested time in you you know what i mean good point yeah and so yeah they invested time in you, so you do owe them an explanation of some kind, even if it's just a text like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, like one of those situations that I was talking about, one of the four. The one of the four that I'm not really mad at, like, he did say, you know, I'm not really emotionally ready to, like, date right now. And, mm -hmm. you know, I was hoping that we could still be friends, but I just never heard from him again after that, which was weird because we were, like, kind of... A little, like right before that he was like yeah my, my mom can't wait to meet you and stuff so i was like <laughs> okay but then yeah so i don't know it was just very bizarre so yeah so he did owe me an explanation like did we ever right. talk again no but at least i had closure there whereas like mm -hmm. the people who just never contact you again you're just like well fuck yeah and they say we did miss we did miss one of the reasons why uh someone will ghost and that was 25 percent. i was angry at them Oh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, you know, I don't think I've ever done that. Like, I I'm angry at you. I'm either. just not going to. No. Well, maybe. I've never gotten angry at someone I didn't know that well. You know what I mean? That's true. <laughs> like, That's true. I don't know. Um, I, maybe I kind of did this to um, one of them that you liked. Um, I think the nickname was Starbucks. Oh, well. Mm. But that was after finding out that she had been in a relationship. <gasps> yeah. Happy. And then that wasn't I was like, you ghosting. No. no, that was you being like, uh-uh, I'm on to you. Okay. Fair. Yeah, because I, I, I deleted her on Facebook yeah. and everything after that. I was like, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. That was not a your bad. That was a her bad for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That was her trying to keep me on the back burner. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So fuck her. <laughs> but don't. <laughs> oh, that's... Is hearing another puppy outside. <laughs> just, oh no! It's okay. He's just growling. Um. So yeah. So back I to mean, the 
Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, you know, to just not respond to anybody at all is cruel. You know, we're all human beings who have feelings. And, yeah, it's an uncomfortable conversation to have. But at least utilize the fact that technology exists to your advantage. You don't have to call someone anymore and tell them that you you don't want to see them anymore. You can shoot them a text and just say, hey, you know what? I just didn't really feel a connection. Hooray, over with. I never worried Mm -hmm. about that ever again. And I still thought that guy was a great guy because he, you know, got me a nice gift and we had a nice conversation. It was like, I don't, yeah, like. No hard feelings. Exactly. Yeah. Um, And they also said, too, that it like freezes the grief process when you don't have an answer as to why something happened. I can see that. We've talked about that in different uh, aspects of dating before. Mm -hmm. You know, when you don't have that closure. That's a good point. So at what point do we owe someone a form of closure? Well, there was a survey. (laughs) The survey Um, says. Survey says, number one answer, after meeting the family, obviously. Absolutely. That is almost 100%. If if I introduce you to my family, you absolutely owe me an explanation of what's wrong. Um, Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah. That is the point where if I don't hear from you again, I will stalk your ass. Okay. (laughs) Right. I don't even like my family. So if I'm introducing you to my family. Right. You owe my dad an explanation at this point and he owns shotguns. (laughs) So I would recommend for your own safety to go ahead and offer an explanation at that point. On top of that, like if you meet my kids, I might hold you responsible for like a child support payment or two. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. At least like a birthday or a Christmas present. <laughs> oh, for sure. I'm getting something out of it. Yeah. If you meet my dog. No. <laughs> oh, that's a good one, though. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Um, And so like the next one they said actually was meeting friends, which I, I sort of agree with, but I sort of don't. Because here's the thing. Drink. Here's the thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so you would present girls to me as your best friend. Mm-hmm. In a way that was like gauging whether or not it would, that was like a, a make or break point right. of like either if she doesn't really get along with Beth, this probably isn't going to be like a situation that works out. If Beth doesn't get along with her, this probably will not work out. Right. Like you, yeah. you would, it was almost like more of like a solicitation of my opinion of well, sure, because as your best friend, because you know that I have nothing to lose or gain by right. having an unbiased or having a biased opinion. Right. And because I think with my penis and you can give me <laughs> <laughs> you exactly. can give me a logical answer. Yes. Yes. Like I want what's best for you, so I would give my approval to people based on what's best for you and not what's best for your dick. <laughs> True. So yeah, definitely meeting friends. You need an explanation there. Like that's yeah, the best. Th- th- that sits at about 80%. Um, I don't know why they put these into percentages, but um, that's next on like the most important list. Well, I think it was the number one. of people who said, yes, you do owe them an explanation at that point. Okay. The percentage of people that said yes. Gotcha. So yeah, that's about 80% after you meet my friends, you owe me an explanation. I need some form of closure. Yeah. The order of the next two really surprised me, I have to be honest, mm-hmm. because going on more than one date... Or no, I'm sorry. Was it going on more than one date that was above having sex? Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, that surprised me. Going on more than one date was higher rated than having sex. 
I can understand this and I can agree with this because I think a lot of times some people do get on Tinder just for sex. And I think a lot of times, well, maybe not a lot of times, but some of the times that is communicated and that is the purpose of that meetup. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, okay. I can see that. But also like if you refer to the episode um, with Xavier Claiborne, shout out, where we Mm -hmm. talked about dating uh, now versus dating in, in the old school days. He right. talked a lot about that second night stand is now like a thing where mm-hmm. guys will like, you know, like you'll go out on a first date and you'll hook up and then you'll go out on a second date and hook up and then they never call you again. Right. Which to me is the most strange mind fuck. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> that, that is the weirdest version of two and fuck you that I've ever heard of. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that's why I was like, wait, going on more than one date is lower than, yeah. But, um, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just a generational thing. Uh, right. Right. So going on, um, more than one day was about 75%. Um, after having sex was about 70% is when you owe them some form of closure. Okay. Well, I guess you explained it now. It sort of makes sense, but. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of is, yeah, if that is the intent of the. Of, of meeting or texting or, or, you know, any of that is to have sex. I could see where that would be lower. I, I think it's a little more of a solid relationship. If you're going on more than one date, then you're having sex, you know? Right. That's what I'm saying. If you go out that person more than once, that's why it's kind of like, you know, that situation I had where like, I was on my way to a second date with this person when mm-hmm. they literally just like, I was there like at, their house waiting for them and they just never showed up and never called again. So that to me was weird because it's not, again, it it goes back to that whole, like, it's not like we showed up in person and I had misrepresented myself in some way. Uh, Mm -hmm. If anything, communication got more frequent after that first date. So it was just really bizarre (laughs) to me that, you know, I don't know. I mean, he, yeah, he had a chance to meet you and talk to you and get to know you. And then, Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, um, I think we both we've both said this before, but I, I think that we are um, we don't we represent ourselves online or on dating apps, but in the other direction. Like, I'm not very photogenic, and I think you look better in person than your pictures portray. So, well, if anything, it's kind yeah, of, we're both the same way. But I mean, right. I mean, that's just such as you know, like I there's no we've been over this. There's no point in misrepresenting yourself. There's mm-hmm nothing that either one of you is going to gain from that. Like, so, but you if know, I, th- yeah. I think if anything, and you know, maybe it's a little bit of an ego boost for, for me and you, but like, I think we, we do better in person than we do through text or, you know, through a couple of pictures or we're whatever both charming it is. As fuck, Brian. That's <laughs> I mean, right. I mean, right. Meeting me in person is only going to seal the deal more because, uh, I'm hilarious, so. Right. <laughs> and same for you, obviously, you know. But no, I really do agree with that, you know, like, I mean, even from the minute we met, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. So online, you're like, okay, we're going to go out with this person. But the minute we met in person, it was like, wow, like, this person is such a great personality, like, and, you know, we ended up being best friends from that, but it was just, you know, like. Right. It's just because we we're like, hey, this is such a great person. I don't want to fuck up their life. Right. I we're like just him too much. Friends. I don't want to destroy his life by dating him. <laughs> <laughs> like, I will. You will probably commit suicide. Let's just, let's just be friends. Right. For sure. 
And now here we are. Um, so the, anyway, after one date was the next one. And then after messaging, they said, what was the percentage on after messaging? So after messaging, it looks like about 10%. Okay. I was going to say, I don't think after messaging you owe someone. Yeah. I And, and that's that's what we've I've said a couple of times already is that, you know, you just kind of grow apart. You just start texting yeah. other people. Well, that's what I was um, saying. Like, you know, as soon as it comes off the app, like if I give you my phone number, I have every intent on like following through with a plan and actually meeting you in person. Right. But if you're just still on the app, it's like, whatever. Yeah. So um, after going on one date was maybe 30%, but then it jumps up after going on one or more dates was 75%. Yeah. Hmm. So interesting. I can agree with that. Yeah. I was kind of, yeah, I was a little weirded out by the, after having sex, but (laughs) after thinking about it makes sense. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You know, one night stands happen. It's fine. It's the two night stands. That's weird. (laughs) That is so weird. Fucking millennials. I swear. (laughs) (laughs) What are they thinking? They're the ones that are ghosting at work too. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm sure I've scared more than one or two of them away by being (laughs) a very intense boss, but (laughs) anyway. So the next thing they talked about was um, about like your friends swiping for you um Mm -hmm. which is interesting because i have a really funny story about this like this is um this was actually uh i would say maybe like three years ago where i was it was one of the last bartending gigs i ever had um and kenny who's one of my best friends uh in the world like he and i were working one night and he was like we're gonna find you a man today and so he like grabs (laughs) my phone He's swiping through my Tinder for, like, an hour, and he was like, Beth, it has been, like, an hour, and I have not swiped right on one dude, because I would not <laughs> let you date any of these fucking dudes. <laughs> He's like, is it really this bad? I was like, yeah, <laughs> it's really that mm. bad. So, yeah. I mean, you think there's thousands of other options, but really, is there? There, uh, yeah, and so there's probably not. Maybe you should probably be nice to that person. Ooh, I just thought of another really good point too, Brian. Is mm-hmm. that like okay? Like back when you were in Northwest Arkansas, you got to a point where there was a pretty good chance that someone you were going out with knew someone that had been on a date with you, talked to you over a dating app, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So when those experiences overlap. It is in your best interest to have a good reputation of being a nice person. Otherwise, <laughs> this, this is true. Word's going to get around. Oh no, he's an asshole and he totally ghosted me. Well, mm-hmm. there you go. You know, whoops. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing. Like, you know, I used to have two buddies that were on. It, they were in uh, Northwest Arkansas as well, and they were on POF. And we would on it. We, we would talk to each other and say, hey, did you talk to this girl? Did you talk to this girl? And it's like, yep. I have had this idea for a website <laughs> okay, for the longest time of like, I can't even think of like what I would call it, but it's like, it would be a website where women from these dating apps can go online and specifically be like, hey, this guy did this and this happened to me. And then you could know. You've, and like on you've your missed end, your window. Yeah. And then you, you could know like, oh, hey, this is actually a bot or whatever. You know, like you would just mm-hmm. type in a you've screen missed name. Y- You've missed your window. It already happened, and they're already being sued for uh, liable. Right. Or liable, or what is it? It's uh, don't date him, girl.com. Is it, it, really? it was already, yeah, it was already a thing, and they're already being, Damn. they already got, I know, they already got shut down because it was, um, it was slanderous. 
Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. But no, yeah, I mean, it's a great idea because, you know, yeah, you kind of want to know what you're getting into before mm-hmm. you get into it, you know, especially if someone is uh, physical or, you know, just a, a, a nut job. Yeah. You know, that'd be nice to know going into or a it. Scammer, but- or, you know, like, especially on the guy's side, because, you know, God knows, like, how many times have you probably had to deal with, like, a fake, not real person who was just trying to get your money, you know? like Oh, yeah. More times I mean, than you can imagine. Good right. thing I'm smart and I'm, you know, I know more than, you know, but I, I could see where somebody who's lonely and on a dating site would fall for something like that. Right. Or like, hey, this guy's married or has a girlfriend or whatever, you know, like. See? Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Good so, point. Maybe we'll have yeah, to investigate a legal way of doing that. <laughs> you, you know, I, I think, you know, in, in order to avoid slander, I think you just have to, if, if, if it's somehow factual or you can somehow document it. Then that would be fine, right? So if well, they it's could libel produce, if it's written, it's slander if it's spoken. So like if we talked about someone on the show, it would be slander. But if we okay. wrote an article about them online, it would be libel. We bought some slander, some motherfuckers. Yeah, we have but, offered you, the audience, to give us your person, and we will trash them on the show. <laughs> <laughs> we have zero problems doing that. Not but at all. you know, I wonder if there's a way if you know if you could just submit like screenshots of the conversation to show. What a piece of shit this person is, you know? Yeah. Or like, oh, this I guy mean, ghosted me out. Oh, don't waste your time. Right. And, you know, as long as it's screen names and not real names, legal names. Right. I, th- I, think, I think that's the loophole there is as long as you produce the evidence and you're not calling them out by first and last name. Right. Um, just the screen name is what I, how I would. Because you don't necessarily know their first and last name anyway. The only way true. you could look it up on it from a dating site is their screen name. Yeah. Well, see, I mean, that's kind of what's happening on Facebook when these women get unsolicited dick pics. They will screenshot it, blur it out, and then post it on their feed. Don't talk to this guy. Look at this weirdo. You've seen that, that happened. You? Okay, that actually happened to me one time, but okay. but it was someone I knew who uh, would aggressively, like, he was, like, he was actually, like, a friend of one of my ex-boyfriends from a long time ago. And, like, so, yeah, we were Facebook friends. But, like, mm-hmm. he would, like, every, I don't know, like, maybe once every six months would, like, three o'clock in the morning be like, yeah, you know, I want to fuck that, blah, blah, blah. And it was just like, okay, I would ignore it because, obviously, it's vulgar and stupid and it's three o'clock in the morning, so I know you're drunk. And it got to the point where one time he, like, sent me this super gross dick pic. And so I, and I knew he had a girlfriend, by the way, like, a live-in girlfriend because, like, I rented uh-huh. them their apartment. So you better believe I was like, that is the biggest mistake you ever made. Boom, screenshot it, put it on his wall, on his Facebook, and was like, yeah, by the way, this happened to everyone that we know. Right. And I am not, I do not even feel bad about that one bit. You shouldn't. No, you should not. That was gross. There's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, I've seen that too, to where, you know, just on someone's Facebook feed, it's like, oh, here's a blurred out dick pic, and it Mm -hmm. tags them, and... Tags their girlfriend, tags their wife. Look what showed up in my in my Dropbox. My favorite thing, <laughs> my favorite thing on the dating apps is like when you run across the guy's profile, where clearly his girlfriend or wife or whatever has found out uh-huh. and logged in as him somehow and changed all the information to like I'm a dirty cheating asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, Perfect. I'm totally guilty of doing one time. <laughs> My ex-boyfriend. <laughs> I was 
occupation, like biggest piece of shit on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Oh, it was so great. And yeah, it was funny because he changed it all back, except like the occupation was still up there for the longest time. It was so funny because he didn't notice it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, anyway, don't do that. That's a stupid revenge thing. But, um, but anyway, so they were saying like basically like the search cost nowadays is not as high. You know, like back in the day, again, like I said, like you had to invest a lot more time and effort. And now mm-hmm. there's literally zero effort. There's so many choices. Yeah. That, you know, people aren't really people anymore. They're commodities. That's and the that profiles point. are like ads for this commodity. Yeah. And we've said that before that, you know, dating is so connected to sales. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of similarities between dating and sales and you've got to sell yourself. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, if the product doesn't match up what you are advertising, then, you know, there's going to be cognitive dissonance between what you thought was going to happen and what did happen. So sure. Um, Okay, And I will sort of call you out for this because like, I know that you have posted before on there like, Oh, I'm, uh, you know, like, like on POF, how they're like, what are you here for? And mm-hmm. you admitted to the fact that like, sometimes you would put here for a relationship because you got more responses than if you had said, like, you're there for a hookup. Right. And I, no, I mean, that's true. It's not like you're calling me out. That's what happens. But yeah, I do get more, more responses when my intent is set to looking for a relationship. Um, and you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think, you know, and we've talked about this before, too, to where it's like, would I like a relationship? Yes, eventually. Right. And that's just it is like the I think the way you explained it was very good in that you said, do I necessarily want a relationship with this person? And today? Not necessarily. Probably not. Right. Yeah. But, eventually with somebody? Yeah, of mm-hmm. course I would. So, yeah, just it's something to keep in mind that. There may be a little bit of false advertising going on. The obvious one we always think about is like, you know, when someone grossly misrepresents the way they look or whatnot. Those are the obvious ones, but there also may be little cues of things that they put in there too, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I've seen it to where. Yeah, where people adjusting their age. That's 10 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Digital cameras do not produce red eye. Yeah. How old is that picture? Right. Yeah, you know, people might adjust their age a little bit as well. Um, You know, there's even on like POF, it has a section for your body type. You know what Mm -hmm. my body type is? Average. Yeah, but you are average. I mean, well, I mean, just because America is obese and, you know, like, (laughs) but... I mean, you know, I people said mine is average because, like, yeah, it's not yeah. like you look at us and you're like, whoa, what a fat ass. But also, we're not, like, models. I mean, well, that's we're just average-ass yeah. people. So maybe that's not, you know, maybe that's a bad example. But, you know, you've seen people on there that probably are not average, but oh, they're yeah. going off that rule of, you know, America is obese. So. Oh, yeah. Well, age is, a, age is a big thing because I will see a lot of, like dudes on there where they're like uh my name is randy and i am 39 i'll be like um you 12 are years ago full of lies <laughs> yeah there is no way you are <laughs> it's like and then like some younger guys will put their ages older but then in their bio they'll say hey i'm actually this age but women who i'm interested in dating won't have their number set as low as oh. what i am and they admit sneaky it. sneaky yeah okay yeah. 
Like the twenty-seven-year-olds um, are so hot for me. It's not even funny. <laughs> 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 it gets to the point where I had to make a, a like a point of it in my profile, where I was like, uh, for some reason, I'm really hot in the twenty-seven-year-old community. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> if but... you guys could stop. If you guys could stop talking about me and right. dreaming about me, that'd be great. But no, I've seen profiles too to where, you know, um, in the little, not the bio, but where it says, do you have children? It'll say no. But then in the bio, it's like, yeah, I'm a mother of three. And they're my blah, world. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. We talked about that in the last episode. They come first. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean they? yeah, but do they or, <laughs> or do you need or does some deck need for? Because hmm. <laughs> hmm. I would argue you- that the reason you have kids is because your need for dick came first at some point in your life. <laughs> <laughs> your need for dick came before your need for birth control. Right, right. Yikes! But yeah, so there there are ways on there to kind of maybe skew it a little bit yeah. because. Whatever you're searching for, when you refine your search and you can put in your the attributes of this age to this age or looking for this, this height, in between these heights, mm-hmm. with this body type, with no kids, you, you know, it's not going to search in your bio. Right. Just like, just like, like cigarette companies target this group of people. You know what I mean? Like hey. every marketing team for every product on the planet strategizes mm-hmm. how they're going to reach their target audience. And Which I, I don't the- understand. I mean, I understand it, but I don't understand how Newport has been so successful because they're always showing white people playing volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's so true. Like, this right. is the opposite of your realistic customer base, for <laughs> Let's Let's be honest for a minute. Oh my White God, people so- who play volleyball are not smoking Newports. <laughs> it was so funny. My my friend Josh, I, he like he smokes Newports, and I was like, "Oh, good." I said, "Good job, Josh. Do you smoke those so that women think you have a larger dick?" <laughs> That's black. <dude> <laughs> we all get the new. I wasn't gonna say it. We all get the Newport joke. I, I mean, I obviously, it, yeah, but- stereotypes, whatever. It's like, it's, yes, it's a little racist of a joke for me, but it's hilarious. So. Right. Um, <laughs> but, you know, anyways, they were just saying that, like, so you have to keep in mind that someone's, um, what they're looking for, a lot of times will be a mismatch to what you're looking for. Some people sure. are there looking for a relationship. Some they are looking for a life partner. Some are just looking for a hookup. Some are looking for a friend with benefits. Some couples are looking for a third. And some people just need a rebound to get over their ex. And, you know... Yeah, what you want is not always going to match up with that. And you have to keep in mind that you can't force someone to want what you want. Mm-hmm. So. That makes sense. I mean, you, you know, on all these dating apps, everybody is coming from something or they're looking for something. Mm-hmm. And even though you match with this person, um, I think you said it before we, we, we started recording, but... You know, I might be coming out of a relationship. I'm looking for a rebound. I'm looking to rebuild my faith in humanity while this person is looking to get married and their next serious relationship. Right. Yeah. And, you know, like the next thing that we're going to talk about, which leads to that too, is emotional fatigue. You know, Mm -hmm. you may be like, all right, I'm going to put myself back out there. You know, I'm ready to go. And you're like all energetic and... And all that, but like somebody might be on their downslide where they're like, I've been through like right now, me, I'm like, I'm ready to fucking give up again because I have been yeah. ghosted by four people in five months. And it's like, what is the point of even wasting all this time? 
So Mm -hmm. where you're at emotionally and where they're at emotionally may not be the same thing, you know, and, and sometimes that fits that emotional fatigue can accelerate the chance that you're going to go someone because, you know, they may be a really great person, but like you just might be worn out, you know? That's a good point. So, yeah. Really good point. And so, yeah, they're kind of saying like emotional capacity is like a bank account. Like sometimes we don't, Consider that other person's account may be overdrawn (laughs) and Mm -hmm. yours might be, you know, it's payday. My account is always overdrawn. (laughs) (laughs) We can't all be rich. You got to rob Peter to pay Paul sometimes. You you pull one credit card on the other credit card. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, But yeah. So naturally, um, what people probably do for the most part, like I know I'm so guilty of this all the time. I will reject dating apps i will like i'm taking a break i'm not going to be on there for a while and i will go for a while without being on there at all Mm -hmm. um but maybe what you need to do is pay off some of that emotional debt you owe to people okay so the suggestion of this article and i actually thought this was very interesting was like yeah you know what you're right i probably have treated someone like that before i like to think that i'm pretty direct Like, I would Mm -hmm. say the last person that I hurt their feelings was someone that I met in person, and I felt like I owed it to them to tell them in person that I was no longer interested in seeing them, which I did, and it hurt their feelings. But, you know, again, it was like I was – I felt like I owed it to that person. Um, But if that's the one I'm thinking of, that was a little much. Yeah, that was – their point. Yeah. Yeah. They were hurt by those – I did my best to be a good person, but, you know, I'm sure that there have been situations where I've been talking to somebody and they were really excited about it and I wasn't that excited about it and I ended up blowing them off and they may have been hurt or wondering why. So Mm -hmm. just as easily as society has come to this point where ghosting is so common that we almost expect it, it's because we all adopted this lifestyle, I guess. And just as easily as we adopted it that way, if we all just decide to start treating each other with respect and, you know, things can go back to the way that they were where we, you know, give people that closure that they deserve and utilize Mm -hmm. that technology in that way. You know, if you don't want to have a difficult conversation with somebody, you don't have to. You can text them that shit. That guy texted me, hey, you know what? I wasn't really feeling it, but thank you for your time. I was not like, oh, my God, I can't believe he texted me that. You know what I mean? I was like, cool. We didn't have to have a weird conversation about it, you know? So use the technology to your advantage. No, that's a good point. Very good point. And at the end of the day, you have two options. You can continue to waste your time wondering why, or you can just accept that what you need, they were not able to offer. And I think that really helped me to think of it in that way. (laughs) So... Yeah, and, and that's kind of, that's all that it is. I mean, when somebody ghosts you, I mean, we've kind of talked about it. There was five different reasons, and only one of them was because they didn't like you. Mm-hmm. So if they're ghosting you, there's probably something deeper that's going on. Don't take it personally. Yeah, there Move are a number of life. things, yeah. Yeah. And that's just it. It's like, you know, just as much as, like, the number of people available out there is partially responsible for some of this. It's also part of the solution. Like there are thousands of other people waiting for you. Like 
don't dwell on why this asshole never called you back. Just get back on that horse, honey. And Right. You know? By horse, else. she means dick. Right. Utilize that love- technology. <laughs> <laughs> I don't embrace oh. excuses. I embrace solutions, Brian. <laughs> right? Modern solutions for modern problems. I mean, yeah. Don't want to brag, but we're getting kind of good at this. <laughs> I, You know, it's a little scary. It's a little scary. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. Well. No, that was a good topic. I think, it, topic. you know. We covered why, we covered how, we covered what to do afterwards. Um, I like it. Yeah. I, I I learned from it. I learned that, you know, if, hey, if I just express to somebody why I don't think I'm going to get along with them, chances are they're probably not going to be pissed at me. Right. I'm probably going to hurt their feelings more by just not talking to them than telling them the real reason why I don't want to see them. Bingo. Like, how easy was it to make that one text message that set my mind at ease? Mm-hmm. Instead of... Letting her sit there and worry that you were in a horrible car accident and that's the only reason you would never call her again. <laughs> True. Yeah. Like me. <laughs> Little worry ward. Well, right. Oh, he's dead now. Yeah, well, he's dead. <laughs> I should probably send flowers. <laughs> All right. I mean, you know where that one guy lives. You might as well. Uh, Yeah. No, I that don't. might be a li- that might be a little spooky, like <laughs> right. That was an old Chicago like Teamster thing. Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. When they were having um, when they were on strike, and they would send the um, the wife of the Teamster leader uh, funeral bou- bouquet and say, you know, sorry about your husband while he's still alive. <laughs> no way. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, yikes. Maybe you maybe you end the strike. Right. <laughs> Whoa. That's intense. Whoa. Yeah, maybe I should send that one guy flowers. You'll have to give me his address and be like, eh, sorry about your accident. <laughs> <laughs> get well soon. Get well soon. <laughs> Just like tie a get well soon balloon to his mailbox. <laughs> right. Oh my I know, god. I know, I, know, I know you're not sick or injured yet. Uh, yeah. Right. Wait till my dad finds out. Wait till my dad right. listens to this episode. Right. <laughs> I told my dad oh. he could not listen to the last episode. By the way. Okay, good. Like, good, good, good. I was like, Dad, for your own safety, just don't do it. Just don't. <laughs> it was also his birthday, so <laughs> this is not. Oh. Yeah, it's not that. He's 70 years old now. Oh, well, happy birthday, still Henry. A, still a goddamn stud, that Henry Franzak. <laughs> I mean... He is, I did, uh, yeah, Burt Reynolds died, right? No, Burt Reynolds is no. alive. Oh, okay. He I was looks mostly like Tom Skerritt. Well, that's true. He's like Mexican Tom Skerritt. <laughs> <laughs> We're very dark people for, you know, whiteies. <laughs> for Polish people. <laughs> <laughs> for Eastern Europeans, we sure are dark. Maybe that's why we escaped Poland. I don't know. <laughs> like, Yikes, you're a little brown to be here. <laughs> uh, too, too many dark jokes for one episode. I know, that's, I know. We're, we're cutting it close. We're right. cutting it close. It was funny because I thought about something else I was going to say earlier today, and then I was like, nope, that is too racist. Don't say it out no. loud. <laughs> and it never even came up, so thank God. <laughs> Good deal. All right. I kind of want to hear it now, but I'll yeah. wait till I hit stop. I literally don't even remember what it was. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> I just know I wasn't supposed to say it. So, so hey, you got any shout outs? Any, any shows coming up? I do. So, um, I actually want to say thank you to Beth Tompkins and Knoxville Comedy for sneaking me onto their show last week. Um, I uh, went to go see my 
good friend Patrick Cunningham at a show, uh, uh, Clockwork Comedy is something that you mm-hmm. should follow if you're not already. They do these amazing house shows. And I, like the one in Huntsville I did. And, um, you know, I was just going to this one in Knoxville, Tennessee. And um, they were like, hey, do you want to jump on and, you know, do five? And I said, hell yeah. You know, so uh, nice. so thank you, Beth Tompkins. And if any of you are in the Knoxville, Tennessee area, definitely check her out because she is so hilarious she has this bit about mcdonald's that i was fucking dead because <laughs> <Like, laughs> i love mcdonald's jokes i don't know why but yeah hers are much better than mine so yeah really great comedians um there was a few others on that show that were so goddamn good i'll have to i'll have to find those names and uh i didn't write them down unfortunately but i will definitely give them shout outs on a future episode um, also, I uh, want to just remind everyone that uh, I will be performing at Altercation Comedy Festival in Austin, Texas uh, from September, sometime between September 25th and 28th. And uh, 25th, okay. That is an amazing, amazing festival, and tickets are running out very quickly. So Okay. They don't even know Good if they're going to do individual night tickets because the full full festival passes are selling out so hot so wow Mm -hmm. okay shit i better get mine right (laughs) yikes (laughs) (laughs) so anyways i think that's all i got you got anything brian no i don't have any shout outs um i'm trying to infiltrate the kansas kansas city kansas city kansas (laughs) (laughs) the kansas city um comedy groups oh Um, yeah yeah, trying to get in there. Um, I've already put a. Th- I've already tried to promote our podcast on their pages, and nice. you know, in the in the um, in the hopes of finding maybe a future guest or, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't know. Yeah, well, something. I'm, I'm trying to get that uh, that Silva comedy going here at that bar that uh, me and cousin Brandy went to. So we'll see oh, very nice. if that materializes anytime soon. So. How is Brandy doing? I haven't talked to her in a minute. She is lovely. I just texted her <laughs> yesterday because I was in Nashville. But, um. So yeah. Anyway, uh, I think that's all I got. So that's it. Yeah. Don't worry about getting ghosted, you little pranks and beanies. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world, and you probably dodged a bullet, to be honest. And don't do it to anyone else. Period. Nope. Give them an explanation. Send they that deserve text. it. Send that. Do text. it. All right. Well, take care, you little Franks and Beanies. Take care, you little Franks and Beanies.